Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood, a mother of five who has been living a clutter-free and simplified life since 2013. On the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home because you probably didn't think motherhood was going to be a series of cleaning up the same messes all the time, or that you would be spending so much time just trying to get your house cleaned up and organized. There is so much life to live in your motherhood beyond those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes that you pick up all day. I'm here to help you simplify your days and home so that you can be the most powerful mother you can be and stop living the narrative that says mom life is synonymous with always behind, 
always exhausted and totally stressed out. I record these episodes during my everyday life. So yeah, mom life really is a lot to live through, but it's so much easier when your home is free from unnecessary burdens and work for you in the form of clutter. You can have a pretty clean home most days, even with a bunch of kids, work, homeschooling, and everyday mom life without it consuming your entire life. You deserve a home that works for you and your family. And that's exactly what you'll learn from this podcast. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Here we are in today's episode. Thanks for showing up and hanging out with me. If you are watching this live, go ahead and put in the comments, say, hey, let me know you're here. I love to hear from you. And let's get into today's episode. This episode is for the mom who has been decluttering her home, but feels like she's not making any progress and feels like maybe it's not working for her. Maybe it's not meant to be for her. Maybe she doesn't know how to declutter. Maybe she's the one person in the world that this just won't work for because you have been decluttering and you've been getting rid of stuff, but it feels never ending. And you feel like you still have piles of stuff everywhere, right? Hey, okay. So real quick though, I want to give you a quick reminder. If you're listening to the podcast that I am doing a new incentive in exchange for positive reviews from you. So if you are an iTunes listener, Here's what you got to do. Go to the part where it says, write a review and write up anything you think about this podcast, if it has been helpful for you. And before you hit submit, take a screenshot of that and then hit submit, head over to your email and send me an email real quick. Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A at motherhoodsimplified.com because I will send you a free one hour workshop all about surface decluttering in your home, how to declutter the things like your stair piles, your kitchen counters, the stuff on your couch, the piles on your floor, the piles on your nightstand, like any surface in your home, the craft table. Um, I've got a whole lot of examples to show you how to declutter that. And I'm giving it to you for um, free or in exchange. Here we go. That's in exchange for a positive review on iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. So, Let's get into the episode. Let me know if you're watching live. And if you're listening on the podcast, come find me on social media and let me know. But do you ever feel like no matter how much you declutter, it never seems to make a dent in the amount of clutter in your home? Let me know if you feel that way, if you've been decluttering for maybe a a week, a month. Some of you have been decluttering for years and it just feels like you never make any forward progress. Now, if you feel this way, there are there are some reasons why. Okay. And we're going to talk about that. There's three things that it could be. It could be one of these. It could be two of these. It could be all three of these, but it's likely a combination of one or more of these three things. So the first reason that you might be feeling this way, hey, Deanna, is because you have a skewed experience of accumulating clutter versus actually decluttering. And we forget that we've been accumulating clutter for years, some of us for decades, some of us for generations, right? And so we discover that we can declutter and then we start decluttering and we think that it needs to be done in a weekend or in a week or in five weeks, and then we're going to be done. 
And that's just not how it works. We have a very skewed perspective on how long we have been accumulating stuff and how much stuff we have actually accumulated over our lifetimes. And it just doesn't make sense that you can accumulate stuff for years and years and years and then have it gone in a week or a weekend, right? Or take a day off of work and think that you're going to get it done in a day. It's just not going to work that way. And I don't say this to discourage you. I don't want you to think that you spent 10 years accumulating stuff and it's going to take you 10 years to get rid of your stuff. That's not true. That's not how it works. But we do just kind of have this instant gratification mentality or this microwavable mentality about we can declutter like for a week and then be done. Right. And that's just not how it works. Now, if you're like me, uh, you know, if, if you talked to Krista from 2012, I did not know that decluttering was a thing that people actually did on purpose. I didn't know it was an intentional practice that especially moms benefit from or that it was a very integral piece of just managing a home in general, whether you have kids or not. Um, just the natural flow of being a human is that things come in and things go out, right? Nobody ever taught me that. I did not know that. I did not know that I should be regularly letting go of stuff from my home. And so I think a lot of times, if, if you didn't know that, if this idea was new to you, or when you first discovered it, you you know that that makes sense. But then putting it into practice is is a completely different experience, right? And it's just not something that we think about. So when we do discover, oh, I can declutter on purpose. This is an intentional practice that will help me in my everyday life. We think that it's like a one and done thing. And it's not. It's it. it when you first start decluttering, it's going to be a lot more, you know, in the beginning. And then as you go, um, Deanna says, is anyone else hearing a scratching sound? Let me know because it sounds fine in my headphones. Um, <laughs> but you, you declutter a lot more in the beginning of your decluttering phase. And then eventually it just becomes a natural part of your life. Kind of like breathing, like oxygen goes in, oxygen goes out, clutter and stuff comes into your home, clutter and stuff goes out to your home. Um, but it takes a little while to regulate and get to a place where you have balance in what's coming in and what's going out. And it's not so heavily skewed in the in out process. Okay. Now, the next reason, the second reason that you might be decluttering and feeling like you're not making any progress is similar to this first point that we talked about, but it's because you, you just don't realize how much you are still consuming on a regular basis. And so when you do declutter, you're essentially almost immediately re-cluttering, right? So maybe you get rid of, you know, three bags of toys and then Christmas happens and you get five bags of toys in, right? Or maybe you declutter a few things from your kitchen and then you keep getting Amazon Prime deliveries on your front door. And so it's like, no matter how fast you're getting rid of stuff, stuff is coming in just as fast. And I call this kind of the, re the revolving door of clutter. Um, and it's like this, it, it spins really, really fast for a lot of us when we are you know, over consuming and not in control of our spending habits and getting things just because it's a good deal or because it's on sale and it's coming in so fast. And then by default, some of us are able to keep up with that pace and get it out just as quickly. But that that defeats, defeats the whole purpose of 
a simplified home and life, right? We want that revolving door to slow way down and that these um, these two points work together, right? Like we have to realize how long we've been accumulating stuff for and how much we actually have because we've been accumulating it for so long. And then we also have to look at our daily, you know, and more immediate consumption habits of realistically, like how much is coming in and how much is going out. And we have to slow that down, right? Which means that we have to get a grip on our spending, on our consumption habits. And I will let you know too, that it gets a lot easier to rein that in when you declutter. Um, I don't know that I would have ever been able to reset my consumption habits and my addiction basically to the dollar aisle and thrift stores and finding, you know, a thrill of a deal if I hadn't decluttered and I hadn't had the opportunity to really clearly see how much pointless stuff I was buying and consuming on a regular basis. And not just that, but how many things I accepted for free um, or how many hand-me-downs I got or how many well-meaning family and friends gave me their old furniture or their old home decor that I said yes to without even thinking about it, not knowing I was allowed to say no, no, thank you. I don't want this stuff. I don't have room for it. It serves me no purpose. Um, and so that's another way that we slow it down. It's like telling people thanks, but no thanks. I think it would be better used if you gave it to somebody who needed it or somebody who wanted it or, you know, to a local thrift store who can make a profit from it, but no, thank you. Right. I just didn't know that that was an option. So, um, The final reason that you might be feeling this way is because you haven't yet reached your personal clutter threshold. Okay, so we all have our own personal clutter thresholds. Some of us have bigger, you know, thresholds for the amount, and the clutter threshold is just the amount of stuff that you can easily manage without losing your mind, right? It's it's that simple. Some of us have a high threshold, Some of us have a lower threshold and because we are moms, our threshold is going to fluctuate based on the season of life that we're in. I say all the time that the amount of stuff that I can manage on a daily basis goes down the more kids I have, right? The more kids I have, the more time I am spending on the people inside of my home. And then by default, the less time I have to give this stuff in my home. And I know that for a lot of us, that sounds counterintuitive, that the more kids we have, the more stuff we need. And you know what, like logistically and just practically, yeah, you know, kids need their own clothes. They need different sizes, little things like that. But overall, I need less stuff in my home to manage because I have I have people to focus on, not stuff. I don't have time to be dusting trinkets and knickknacks and all of these things. It's just not a priority to me. And having all that stuff to shift around in my home and to manage takes away from my ability to be present with my kids. Okay. So if you have decluttered and you are still feeling like you haven't arrived, like you're not done, it's it's also probably because you haven't yet discovered what that sweet spot is for you, what that sweet spot of your personal threshold is where you have enough stuff for everyone and to meet your needs and your wants, but not so much that it's overwhelming to you. Okay. Now, if you have decluttered and you feel like you have, you've reached your threshold, right? And you have not recluttered, you've gotten rid of stuff. You haven't added in more stuff to replace the stuff that you left, let go. 
you might be in a phase where you just need to put the finishing touches on your decluttering and organize. And I don't talk about organizing very often because I think it's it's the final step. It is the final step of decluttering, but Pinterest and, and society and all these things around us convince us that organization is the thing that we need, right? It's the thing that we need to do first. We just need to get organized. We just need to get bins and boxes and labels and put everything in a spot. But you cannot do that until you have first reached your personal clutter threshold. And a simple way, the way to figure out if you have reached your personal clutter threshold is if everything in your home fits comfortably, right? You have space for everything and you know where it goes and you're not overwhelmed by it. So essentially what that means is does everything fit in your kitchen cabinets that you have? Or do you have things overflowing into your garage or into your living room? Or have you bought another shelf to put more stuff on and it doesn't fit comfortably, right? This is just an example. So don't take it personally. And if you are a master chef or baker and that works for you, great. Because that's also the point, right? If you if you don't actually have enough space in your kitchen for the things that you want and need, add more storage space. But a lot of times our default solution is to um, is to get these additional storage spaces and false illusions of giving ourselves more space to put the clutter that we don't actually need that is actually overwhelming us, okay? So if everything fits comfortably in your space, you know where it goes, it's easy to find, it's easy to put away, you are not overwhelmed by it, you have arrived. And it might just mean that you need to put a little bit more intention behind it and figure out where exactly this stuff is going to go. So I want to give you an example of this <clears throat> so that you can know if you've arrived at this point, okay? And I'm going to give a toy example because everyone who is a mom likes to talk about toys and how to figure out how to make them work better for you, right? So recently, um, I decluttered a lot of toys because I have two toddlers and three big kids and my toddlers can't play upstairs in their bedrooms alone. So we have toys down in our living room area. And then I kept their toy rotation, air quote, toy rotation up in our closet. And what would happen is we would bring toys down to the shelf. I would keep only what fits on the shelf. Magnetiles are always there, um, calico critters, and then, you know, some random things like a drawing tablet or whatever it is for them. And then the rest would be up in their closet. And what would happen is my big kids would take stuff out from the toy rotation because it's fun for them. And they would bring it downstairs. And then we would, you know, by default, end up at the end of night, just shoving more stuff onto these shelves that didn't fit. It was driving me crazy. And then in the morning, the, the toddlers would pull out, you know, two or three times as much stuff that actually fit onto the shelf. And it was just everywhere. And then we couldn't put it away because it didn't fit. And then I would have to take stuff upstairs and it was just a nightmare. And they weren't actually playing with the stuff. It was just like in the way of the things that they wanted to play with. But my big kids wanted to take it down because they are big kids and they can do that and they have fun with it. But it really sets me up <laughs> to fail on a daily basis because then I'm spending all of my time just trying to manage this stuff and put it away and keep from stepping on it and keep from having to push it out of the way so that I can walk through the kitchen without stepping on all this stuff and being insanely frustrated by it. And this is an example of having too much stuff to manage, right? The more kids I have, I have five kids, the more kids I have, 
the less stuff I can manage because they go behind me and they get into the stuff and then they throw it all around the house. And then I'm the one responsible and my husband um, and my kids to a degree. But, you know, I own that I'm the one that has to manage it and then delegate and redirect them in putting the stuff away. And it's just not the way that I want to spend my days. I do not want to spend my days micromanaging people and stuff, right? So I decided, thanks to Janelle, a, an integral piece of the Motherhood Simplified team, I decided that I was going to declutter our toy rotation stuff because it wasn't serving us. It, yeah, it fit into the closet in their bedroom just fine. And it could have stayed there, but it didn't fit into the daily space that we're, we were using. And it just didn't fit into our life. It did not fit into our life. Um, so I got rid of like most of the stuff in the toy rotation because most of the stuff in the toy rotation was stuff that was only exciting to them for a minute or two and um, or maybe a day. Right. And then they forgot about it and they didn't care. So it was fine to get rid of it. But it didn't fit in the space that we had. And I did not have the mental bandwidth to manage it or maintain it. So it left the house. It was not that important. It did not get the right to, to stay in our space. Um, so I wanted to share that just as an ex a specific example of figuring out like what your threshold is and, and how to work with it and how to make it work for you and what it looks like to not be at your threshold and to also be in your threshold because now that I am in my threshold, cleaning up the toys is easy. Everybody's having fun. Everybody easily helps me. Um, and even myself who has decluttered, right? Like I've been basically clutter free completely since 2013. Even I still have stuff coming into my home, right? I still like to get my kids toys. Sometimes I still fall into, that's a really fun thing. I, I think we would have fun with that. I would like to have it. Let's get it right? We have birthdays, we have holidays, we have in-laws who send us gifts and toys and um, friend, family and friends. And my big kids are old enough, they have their own money so they can buy their own stuff too. Like I even have stuff always coming in and stuff is always going to be going out. And if that revolving door is spinning too fast and you have too much stuff coming in compared to how much stuff is going out, like you're going to stay spinning in this cycle. You can slow that cycle down but you do have to be really honest about like, how long have I been accumulating stuff? How much do I actually have? Giving yourself some grace to give yourself an adequate amount of time to actually let that stuff go. It's going to take you some time. It doesn't have to take forever. I think you can get it done very, actually relatively quickly, right? I have a four week decluttering plan that takes you through your entire house. That's totally possible and totally doable, even with kids. Um, so don't think that it has to take forever, but it does take some time and it does take some effort and it does take a willingness to acknowledge, you know, how much you're getting rid of on a regular basis, as well as how much you are still bringing in on a regular basis so that you can find that easy and out breath, essentially, of the stuff inside of your home. You know, it comes in and it goes out and it's not like you're not panting like a dog, right? You're not panting like you just ran a marathon. It's just easy and it's just natural and you will get to that point. So if this episode was helpful for you, let me know. Come find us in the Facebook group, Motherhood Simplified, parentheses, the group, or find me on Instagram, motherhood underscore simplified. And again, if you leave a positive review on iTunes, if you write it out, 
take a screenshot before you submit it and then submit it. Head over to your email, email me Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A at motherhoodsimplified.com um, so that I can see that you sent in that review. I will send you a one hour workshop all about surface decluttering, real life examples of as if I were sitting there with you, how I would declutter that space and those surfaces with you. It's super, super helpful. And in exchange for a positive review, which helps me grow Motherhood Simplified, which helps me reach more moms like you, which helps me help more moms like you, serve more moms like you, connect with more moms like you. It also helps me help you more because I really believe in collaboration and finding each other and you know, having that back and forth feedback is super, super powerful. So I would so appreciate it if you did that. And one final note, um, next Monday, I am holding a bonus toy decluttering workshop. We're going to dive deep into all things toys. It is included when you enroll in Clear Your Clutter Live. I will put the link for this um, in the description in the in, in the show notes so that you can enroll in that. But you will get the full Clear Your Clutter Live course, which is a mini course designed to help you declutter your home. And you will get access to a workshop that I did all about the psychology of kids and toys and their stuff and how to support them in decluttering their toys um, based on how they relate to their toys and their specific personalities. I give you very specific strategies to support them. And then you get the live workshop happening on March 29th. We're going to be talking about like what qualifies as a good toy. We're going to dive, we're diving into everything toys. What kinds of toys should you keep? How many should you keep? How do you keep track of them? How do you deal with birthdays and holidays and family and friends? And how do you do this with your kids so that they don't get upset? And how do you move past the guilt of like getting rid of their toys and, and everything? How do you keep an inventory? How do you decide what stays and goes? Like we are covering everything in this toy workshop. And I would love to see you inside of it. If you don't make it live, no worry, you can still enroll and get the replay. It will be uploaded into the course, Clear Your Clutter Live, and I hope to see you in there. If you have questions about it, just let me know, but I will talk to you all soon, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard, I would love it if you went over and left me a review on iTunes. And if you do, listen to these instructions real quick because I have something special for you. When you go to submit your review on iTunes, take a screenshot of the five-star review and your words before you submit it. Then hit submit and head over to your email and send me an email at Krista, K-R-I, S-T-A at motherhoodsimplified.com. When you show me the review that you wrote, I will send you a free one hour surface decluttering workshop with real life examples of how to declutter the surfaces in your home, like the couches, the stair piles, the counter piles, your nightstands, your dressers, your dining table, your craft table, an hour long workshop in exchange for your positive review. It would mean so much to me and your reviews are how I reach more moms like you. And if you haven't joined us over on social media, come join us in the Facebook group where I record all of these episodes live and in real time. You get a sneak behind the scenes of me and my everyday life. 
You'll probably get to see my kids because they run through the background as we're recording. And I would love to connect with you over there. I'm also on Instagram and I would love to connect with you there too. Other than that, thank you so much for tuning in today and I'll see you on the next episode. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.